Hey everybody, it's uh, Ray Brewer at Las Vegas Sun. Another edition of uh, Prep Sports Now, a Las Vegas Sun sports podcast. I uh, want to thank everybody for your patience last week. Uh, we couldn't record a show. I actually got sick, um, had a, a nasty cough. Um, turns out it was uh, it was allergies from a trip our family took up to Utah. Um, feeling better. Uh, tried to record last week. I literally just kept coughing and coughing and coughing. So I will uh, get up uh, up to speed right now and uh, talk all good things high school football. And uh, boy, there's a lot of there's a lot on my mind. Uh, we'll start with the uh, the Class Five A Division One. Uh, we got the matchup we thought we'd get. We knew we would get Bishop Gorman versus Liberty at Allegiant Stadium. There's an 18 day layoff. Between Friday, last Friday's games, where Gorman crushed Coronado, Liberty got past Shadow Ridge, uh, 18-day layoff, and it's uh, it's similar of a college football uh, bowl environment, if you will, where you know maybe you want to uh, go hard that first week so your players could keep their edge, and then maybe you pull it back a little bit. But we saw how downtime could really hurt a team last week. Um, Sunrise Mountain had rocked and rolled through people, uh, had a bye in the first round of the playoffs, came in the second week against El Dorado, and needed a two-point conversion to win. Um, we saw Basic, they had a bye week, right? They stopped playing. They couldn't turn it back on, threw a lot of interceptions, lost to Green Valley. So how will Bishop Gorman, how will Liberty manage an 18-day break from the state semifinals, and that's that's a loose term, state, because it's right in all Las Vegas uh, title, and the championship game on a Tuesday at Allegiant Stadium. Um, listen, realignment has been great. Realignment would have never been good for every school in Nevada. There's no way you could set up a bracket and a league and a division or whatever you want to call it to appease every school and to make it fair for every school. Uh, and I will say it's worked. If you look at the games coming, it's worked for some schools. If you look at the games coming up this weekend, for example, you've got <coughs> Canyon Springs, still got that cough. Canyon Springs, Sunrise Mountain, you don't know who's going to win, right? Palo Verde, Legacy, you don't know who's going to win. Faith Lutheran, Green Valley, eh, maybe Faith wins seven out of three times, right? So it's kind of worked uh, in that effect to where we're here now, second week of November. We've got some pretty even games, and everybody's excited. But in the in the large classification, You've got Gorman and Liberty, who everybody wanted to get away from, and it's like they were put in a corner and said, nobody bother them. They've gotten too good for the rest of the state, so we're just going to let them play amongst themselves. And I'm borrowing some of my sediments from uh, coaches around town that I've heard from. I strongly agree with this, but not all these takes are mine. Uh, the wording isn't specifically mine, but... You know, the 18-day layoff is tough. I get it to get the play at Allegiant Stadium. You've got to let all the other classifications finish their playoffs so all the games could be contested on one day. 
So I understand the layoff, but it just goes to show you that the realignment wasn't perfect, especially for their large schools. Nobody wanted to play Gorman and Liberty. You guys go on the corner. You guys play each other. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a, a state championship, even though it's a city championship at the end of the year. We know no matter who are the other five teams we put against you, none of them are going to beat you, and you guys will just end up playing when it's all said and done. You know, Liberty in 19, you beat Gorman. Maybe you could beat them again. Um, so it kind of it kind of sucks that, like, the top level, and sucks is a strong word, I know, and I know this is a kid's show as well, but the top level of high school football has no Northern Nevada opponent. And the funny thing for me is Northern Nevada, year after year, would flood the NIAA with complaints or Gorman's up there beating DeMonte Ranch or, or Reed or whomever for a state championship and all the Northern Nevada people are yelling into the press box at the NIAA that private schools shouldn't play against us Northern Nevadans. We're too small and we need to go down. And they rang that drum and they rang that drum and they finally got their wish, right? All of Reno is going to is gonna go down a level. They get, to, they get rid of Big Bad Gorman and Big Bad Liberty, even though Reno schools twice had beaten Liberty, but it's okay. We don't see that, and we got what we want, right? Our best team is going to play Vegas's second-tier best team, and it's going to be an even playing field. Hooray, hooray. And guess what happens? The best team in northern Nevada is Bishop Minogue, a private school. So your own argument, private schools shouldn't be playing with us poor public schools, goes back to bite you because – Bishop McNogue is going to beat Spanish Springs this week, and then they're going to play the winner of Faith Lutheran Green Valley, and they're going to smoke the winner of Faith Lutheran Green Valley, and a private school team is going to win both of the divisions. And you've done nothing to address your problem other than letting Reno finally say it's got a state champion football team. Uh, nothing from Minogue. Great program. Great coaching over there. They do a, a phenomenal job. I just want to see them compete against Gorman or against Liberty. We know what's going to happen when they play Faith or Green Valley because they have the same advantages, arguably, that Gorman has here in Southern Nevada. And so, again, going back to my original point, realignment, it's working for some teams, Right. We just look, Bonanza, El Dorado, Shap, they all played in November. It's cool, right? Getting to play in November is a cool thing. The time change, we fell back an hour in Las Vegas, right? It's getting dark during practice. It's colder. It's football weather. That's It's awesome. I, it's great that more teams are going to get to be a part of that, but it's kind of a disjustice when Gorman, the number one ranked team in the nation, Right, if they win the if they win the Nevada championship, they're the mythical national champions. Right, they're going to get a big ring. They're going to add to the wall over there of their national championships. And all Gorman got to do is they got to win two playoff games. Right, they got to beat Coronado, who they beat in the regular season. And then you know, shout out to Coronado. They scored two touchdowns though. Right, Gorman with a sixty-three to twelve win or a sixty-two to twelve. But all Gorman's got to do is they've got to play eight quarters of football over five weeks 
to be the mythical national champions. Think about that. Eight quarters of football to be mythical national champions. And that's what realignment's done. You know, there's, there's, there's no way. And, and the other thing, it's like, does everybody have to be able to compete for a state championship? Right? Could we admit that there are some teams that just aren't going to win state? You know, and if you have a certain enrollment, you should be playing in the big division? Or do we have this awful tier system that you've got to remember when they created the, the tier system and when they, when the NIAA first did its tier system with points and the rubric and it was designed to help out the, the, the inner city poor Las Vegas schools that didn't have the resources like El Dorado and Valley and Shap. They were in the same league as Gorman and Liberty. Like, Gorman was playing Western in a league game. Well, that couldn't have been. So they got together. They've got a formula that, again, no realignment's perfect. But they got a formula, and they 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 they, they thought they could protect the Westerns and the Shaps and the Valleys and the Eldorados. And, what, and what, what's happened is on... Friday night, Palo Verde and Legacy, <coughs> two schools that have strong enrollment, that have had good football seasons, are playing for the 5A Division Three. <coughs> Sorry, guys. I still got that cough. 5A Division Three Southern title. And Centennial, which in 2019 lost in the state championship game on Friday night, they're playing in the class 4A, one level lower. So Centennial, that has like the third highest enrollment in Clark County, is competing against Bonanza and Shap and Eldo for a state championship. I just, I just don't see that. I don't like it. Um, but that's my hot take on realignment for the year. Um, I'm glad that all these teams are going to get to play at Allegiant Stadium. Um, I just wish that there'd be a better solution other than finally caving into the North and letting McNogue go on a five-year run of state championships against, you know, Vegas teams. Because no offense to Faith Lutheran, you know, Mike Sanford, former college coach, right? Uh, defensive coordinator, former college coach. I mean, Mike Sanford's a former college head coach. Um I don't think they got the Jimmies and the Joes to, to beat Minogue. And I know Green Valley doesn't. No offense to my friends at Green Valley. I love those guys. But a um, few shout-outs before we get to the picks. Um, Canyon Springs. Uh, I love the mentality of my, my buddy uh, Quincy Burtz over at Canyon Springs. I uh, talked to him Friday night. They're on a roll. They've won three games like... 130 to 15 over the last three weeks when they they lost to Sunrise Mountain uh, uh, to deny the Pioneers the regular season league championship. Um, they're the state favorite. And I asked uh, Quincy, I was like, hey, uh, you know, maybe a blessing in disguise that you guys, you know, lost to Sunrise Mountain. It was an eye opener. And he's like, you know, he was telling me basically that that's a defeatist attitude that, 
winners and champions want to go undefeated. They don't want to lose. So forget about a blessing in disguise. They're they're upset that they lost to Sunrise Mountain and they want to avenge that loss. And I just I love that mentality and it just goes to show you that <clears throat> I don't have that killer instinct um, that that a, a high school football coach does. So shout out to Canyon Springs. Going to be a fun night Friday night at Sunrise Mountain. Uh, Green Valley got its uh, revenge against Basic. They lost the Henderson Bowl at the buzzer uh, three or four weeks ago. They beat Basic to advance to the uh, the 5A Southern Regional Championship game, 5A Division II Southern Regional Championship game against Faith Lutheran. <coughs> Faith Lutheran beat Foothill. So Basic, the one seed, loses. Foothill, the two seed, loses. And Faith, the third seed, is hosting the championship game in the playoffs. Even better, Faith and Green Valley stayed down next year, but Basic, based on its first place finish, Foothill, based on its second, gets elevated to the top, bring on Gorman and Liberty for Basic and Foothill. But Faith and Green Valley uh, playing for the right to go be a prop against Bishop McNogue, they get to stay in the lower level. So uh, shout out to, to Coach Sanford. I love what he's doing over there. Really ran the rock uh, well last week. Uh, Garrett Oden had a few long runs. Kate Breslin got it done. Of course, Cade Crittenton, the kicker, had like three field goals. The Crusaders now hosting the regional championship game against Green Valley, which, hey, they've won uh, three games in a row. The Gators are 1.0-4. They're now 5-6, and six, and they, uh, they, they have a ton of confidence going into Summerlin for the championship game. Um, you know, talk about... Uh, a good season, second-year program, Somerset Losey, Coach Dan Barnson, my guy. They've won 10 games. They're two playoff games. Uh, they're, they're fighting Centennial, who they lost to earlier in the season on Friday night. Should be a good game. Uh, Somerset has been uh, 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 one of the stories of the year. I mean, it's a second-year program. Uh, you look at some of the other charter schools that came on along when they did uh, Modern East, um, Cadence, or I guess Pinecrest, I don't know what they go by, but, uh, you know, those schools have all struggled and, um, it's been all systems a go for Somerset. Dan Barnson, uh, he knows how to coach football. He's been doing it for a minute. Um, and now the 3A, uh, boy, Mawapa Valley put it to Boulder City. They advanced to the state semifinals yet again. Here's a really cool stat. Moapa Valley, since they moved to their new campus in 1993, has lost one total playoff game at home. So Moapa Valley, since 1993, has lost one playoff game. I'm holding one up in the air. One playoff game. Let me know if you know who beat them. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately for the Pirates, this week's playoff game on Saturday is against Truckee. It's uh, it's in Tahoe, California. It's going to be snowing. Uh, Moapa cannot win there. They haven't won there. They've you know th these are rivals. It seems like they play every year um, between 
the Pirates and Truckee. And it seems like Truckee has had uh, the number of Moapa Valley. And you know me. I'm always trying to figure out why this year is going to be different, why the local team has got a chance. And looking at this Truckee team, mind you, they're the defending state champions. Uh, they're very, very good. We've got to give them that. Um, they're 11-0. They haven't lost. Uh, their closest game was 21-7 at home against Elko. Elko has got, in my opinion, um, one of the great players in the classification, the 3A, um, a, a, a big-time athlete, and and I'm never going to be able to say his name, Eli Thelison. I'm sure everybody will correct me, but he's a, a great ball carrier, and they only lost 21-7 to at Truckee. Um, Truckee, like I said, is loaded. They haven't lost a game this year. They're 11-0, and and... I don't know if this is good or bad, but they're really slinging the ball around, um, throwing the rock. Uh, quarterback, Estabrook, as, uh, he's thrown for 15 touchdowns, 1,300 yards. And they've got a great wide receiver. Um, let me see if I can find this kid. Uh, where is this kid? Yeah. Burnbaum, 90. Oh, this is a rusher. Burnbarm's a rusher. 90 carries, 925, four touchdowns. Receiving, he's also a stud receiver. 34 receptions, 704 yards, nine tutties. So best player on the field, guess who that is? Belongs to uh, the guy from uh, from Truckee. Um, I, the, the one thing is I'm not a big fan of... When it gets cold outside, having uh, to rely on your passing game. Um, I know Moapa Valley is going to try uh, to uh, run the rock, establish the running game, and um, and make it physical. That's where they think they can control the clock a little bit um, and maybe make a difference. Uh, Deegan Jones was great last week. He had six touchdowns against Boulder City. He's back. He's raring to go. Shadden Matheson has been, you know, a bowling ball all year. 5'8", 160. Plays like he's six foot 200, though. A complete wrecking ball. Um, I just, you know, we'll, we'll get to this in the picks, but what a tough cross to bear. If this game was at Moapa, I think it'd be a coin flip. But I hate teams having to travel in the cold up to northern Nevada but all things seem right when Truckee and Moapa um, are playing each other in a meaningful football game. <coughs> the next game in the – it's a long time to talk uh, without Case here. I really miss Case, guys. Um, the next game in the 3A is uh, Slam hosting Elko. Uh, Slam, which last year lost to truck in the state championship game. Uh, they got through Virgin Valley 28-21. Damian Neville uh, had three touchdowns, 240 yards. Uh, they're playing Elko. Going to be a great game, again, because Elko's got uh, a, a, a premier player in uh, Filiason, whose name I'm saying wrong. But uh, great semifinal. 
Um, favor the teams that don't have to travel simply because it's tough to travel at that age, especially going deep past Carson City uh, for Mawapa Valley. So going to be an absolute fun week of games. And I bet you guys want to know who I think is going to win. Uh, so we've got some picks. <clears throat> no, uh, no Gorman Liberty. We'll save that till next week. Um, but I bet you could guess who I'm picking, right? I got to live up to my Gorman Homer mentality. Um, Green Valley at Faith Lutheran. They played once before this season, thirty to fourteen. Faith. Faith kind of pulled away late. Um, Faith has gotten better each week. Green Valley's gotten better each week. Um, Green Valley's got a few guys that could go in Boynton and uh, Glasper. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, Green Valley cannot turn the ball over like they did last week against Basic. Um, of course, taking Faith Lutheran, I think they're the better team. Um, but we'll find out. I mean, Green Valley uh, is hot, and they're confident, and... Uh, I know they're looking at this game as, you know, uh, opportunity to make a statement, uh, be the champions of the Las Vegas area. It's going to take Trey Glasper, Ben Bingington, um, those guys to really establish themselves. Uh, Green Valley, if they're going to win, it's because they have better athletes. Uh, so, uh, you know, get the ball to, to Theo. Trey and Ben and see what happens if you're the Gators, but you cannot have the the turnovers that you guys had last week if you want to stand a chance. Um, I'm taking the Crusaders. Um, Green Valley uh, Green Valley is the clear underdog in my opinion. Um, Palo Verde Legacy. Um, I'm going to take Palo uh, Furious Hoskins, best player on the field. I don't think they should have lost to Legacy the first time they played. I love Legacy. They're undefeated in the league. But Furious Hoskins, to me, is the real deal. Um, they're going to be ready to go. They will not overlook Legacy this time. And I've got the Palo Verde Panthers um, getting it done. Uh, Canyon Springs, Sunrise Mountain. Tough to beat a team twice. Um, Sunrise Mountain had beaten Canyon the first meeting. I actually picked sunrise that day but i'm switching my tune i think sunrise has canyons attention and i think the pioneers win in advance uh they move on give me canyon springs next game somerset losi against centennial listen centennial just has too many players uh to lose this game it's bulldogs all the way i they've played already this year Centennial gets the win. The Saturday games, the 3A, Mawapa Truckee and Elko Slam. Uh, taking Slam here, the local team, 1 p.m. kick. Uh, tough, uh, tough travels for Elko. I think Slam's got better athletes. They could control the clock. I'll take Slam. And Truckee, Mawapa, I'm going with Truckee. It hurts me to say it. Um, especially since I've proclaimed that Slam and Nevada was better than all of the uh, northern teams, but it's no easy task to bus up there to play in the snow. 
Um, and Chucky looks like they could really move the ball. It looks like they got the best player on the field. I'll take Chucky. Uh, my last comment is, has anybody noticed the poor crowds at these high school games? Uh, $12 for a ticket to a high school game is ridiculous, NIAA. Nobody could afford it. Canyon Springs Sunrise Mountain playing in the second round of the play or the second week in November in the playoffs and neither no family in those communities could afford $24 for mom and dad to go watch a high school game there's going to be nobody in the crowd high school sports is about creating community giving kids a sense of of of, of belonging and teamwork and they need to have their parents and their neighbors in the stands to cheer for them it's what makes high school football great. And charging $12, you may be able to – I mean, even Liberty Shadow, two affluent schools, the crowd was awful last week. Now, you're telling me that Sunrise Mountain, Canyon Springs have a chance to play in a meaningful game and mom and dad can't go watch it? I hate that. I hate that. I should open a nonprofit where we raise money for high school sports tickets so mom and dad can watch their kids play, get that picture after the game, win or lose, you know, maybe go get a pizza delivered to the house, a little $5 hot box from Little Caesars. That's what high school sports is about. It's about community and memories and, and being part of your family. So um, $12 is a complete joke. It's Everything's expensive in this world. I understand it. I go to the grocery store every weekend. Um, but I mean, come on to watch your kid play. I mean, you're not, you're not making your, the NIAA doesn't need the money from Canyon Springs, Sunrise Mountain. In my humble opinion, again, I need to start a nonprofit where you raise money for sports tickets, but my hot take at the end, I want to thank everybody for listening. Sorry about the coughing. I'm trying to get over this. Um, I want to wish everybody, uh, safe travels. If you're going up to Truckee or, if you're Elko coming down to Vegas and uh, can't wait to get it to Allegiant Stadium uh, for Gorman Liberty, the game of all years. We should have just not even played a season and let them play uh, 10 times. Best out of 10. So uh, for, for, for Ray, I'm Ray and Case isn't here, but I love him. He's my brother. He's busy covering the Raiders and the Knights. Uh, you guys have a great week.